0: Happy day after Thanksgiving. Are you guys unplugged and enjoying your weekend? I really hope so. But hey, it's Friday and I know some of you were asking if I'm going to put out episodes this weekend. So today I want to share this chat, which... I feel is lost on the back feed. I feel it's one of my favorites with Mr. Ryan Cabrera. I mean, you know what? Ryan has been on more reality shows than we even know about. You know, remember when he was on the Hills dating Adrena Patridge? Remember that? Remember when he was on the Ashley Simpson show dating Ashley? We got a lot to talk to Ryan about. This episode originally aired... When did it originally air? That's a really good question. Let let me look this up. Definitely 2020, our first year, December 2nd, 2020, basically three years ago. I don't know. I listen to my old interviews and I cringe. But this is really one of my favorites. Everyone is telling me they're loving me sharing these old interviews because they really are with over 1,000, over 1,500 actually episodes at this point. These are lost on the back feed. So sit back. We talk about Adrida. We talk about The Hills, Ashley Simpson, his music, Alexa Bliss, who's now his wife. This blast from the past chat with the one and only Mr. Ryan Cabrera hey everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one and only mr ryan cabrera what's up what's up how are you today what are you doing uh, tell me everything i am doing fantastic
1: i just uh kind of enjoying the uh the weather has gone from very very hot to now kind of breezy so i'm taking full advantage of that i took the uh thing off I have like a mobile like an auto home on top of my jeep oh wow that I just just got and it's like a it's a tent that pops up and so we can take it anywhere pop the tent up and then sleep on top of my car but it weighs like you know 3,000 pounds so I finally took it off today because so I can take the roof off of my jeep because the weather's getting nice
0: and where are you you're in California
1: I'm in Orlando
0: Oh, see, this is why I just never assume. I just make up backstories for people.
1: I was, yeah, I was out in California for a bit, but since the uh, you know the whole pandemic thing started, uh, I've been out in Florida. Me and my um, now fiance uh, have been out here because she remained working in Orlando. And so at the time, being a good boyfriend, I was like, okay, we can, you know, we'll spend more time out there. That way you don't have to travel back and forth. So we would kind of go visit L.A., I'd go pop in the studio for a little bit and then we'd come back to Florida and um, kind of been living that uh, Florida retired life right now, pretty much. There's nothing,
0: there's nothing wrong with
1: that. Yeah. You know, while while I can, you know, I've been doing a lot of charity stuff at the same time. I've been putting together these um, online virtual charity shows. And uh, so that has been fun. I was flying back to LA to do that. I did one for Camp Ronald McDonald. And we raised like over $30,000 just like doing virtual stuff. So right now just trying to kind of adapt to not being able to tour. This is the longest I've ever gone in my entire career since I started playing music without playing like a real live show. So right. it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's so it's, it's trippy to be at home. And for me, like I love creating. I'm such a like, I always, I want to be creating every day. So I've been trying to find different ways um, other than just music to, to keep Creating and you know, being cooking a lot, you know, I've been painting a lot. I've been, uh, I started making custom jackets for fun. Um, because uh, I, I posted some that I made for my lady, and then people were like, Oh my god, I want one. So then I was like, Oh, dude, uh, I'll start making some for some fans. So I made like a limited edition, like eight custom jackets for fans. and Wow, that, that was really fun. So I think just like everybody else, basically, what are we doing right now? Trying to figure out ways to stay busy and creative all I can.
0: Are you going crazy, like, just because this is the longest you haven't toured? Are you just, like, is this, like...
1: Yeah, it's, it's so hard for me because I live on the stage. I'm the most comfortable uh, on the stage. I love, like, it's it's weird to not get that, you know, reaction or energy back, you know, from playing music and seeing people's faces. And, you know, for me, like, the biggest reason of why I do what I do is to, you know, make people happy through music. And, um that has been the hardest part not to, you know, speak, you know, I can record stuff and put it out, but um, you know, it's not the same as playing a live show.
0: Right. Well, that's good. It makes you realize you're in the right profession. You ever.
1: Oh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't live without, I mean, but, you know, we've been trying to figure out ways to kind of do some stuff. We were talking about, you know, some of the drive up concerts and that kind of thing. And I just told, you know, I told everyone, I'm down when it's time we can do that. You know, if, if I can safely put on that stuff. Let me get up on stage. I'm in. It's killing me.
0: Were you ever growing up, like, ever considering anything other than music, or it was just always clearly music?
1: Um, I enjoyed my time when I worked at the Chick-fil-A. That was fantastic. I thought maybe if, I, <laughs> if that, that was my future, uh, if it wasn't music, I'm going back to Chick-fil-A.
0: And, like, who were your musical influences, like, growing up? Like, uh, when I was growing had?
1: up, you know, it was really, I, I, I listened to everything. Like everybody else, like we go through these phases of like, I was super into hip hop. Then I was super into like metal. And then I was super into, you know, like Green Day and like hard rock. And then all of a sudden, uh, I saw Dave Matthews for the first time. And when I saw him play, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. And then I, I picked up the acoustic guitar, put down the electric guitar, and uh, kind of everything changed after that.
0: Wow. I, like wanted,
1: I wanted to be him. I was like, I want to be like that guy. I even did the dance, I did, you know, when I was really, when I was like 19, um, I'd get on stage and, and sing and do the dance, like the the, the Crazy Dave Matthews feet. Um, and then, you know, after a couple of years, you start to, to develop your own, you know, style and figure out who you are and that kind of develops, but that would be my biggest inspiration.
0: Wow. And then in two thousand was- in 2001, that's when you were signed. 2000 probably
1: 2002 uh, i moved i moved to LA in 2001 probably in 2002 got signed and then um, one of my biggest you know inspirations growing up too uh, was uh, the Goo, Goo Dolls I loved um, Goo Goo Dolls I love Matchbox 20 um, and that kind of genre of music and they asked my publisher asked he goes so after I got signed he goes if you could work with anybody you know in the world uh, you know who would it be and I said Goo Goo Dolls or Matchbox 20 and then he called me back and he goes, so Johnny Resnick wants to work with you. And I'm like, oh, I was just joking. Like, wait, that's a, that, that's a thing? Like, he would work with me? You know, I'm just this little punk kid. And uh, we got together, we wrote a song. And then we were like, oh, let's write another song. So we wrote a couple songs. Next thing I know, I'm in Johnny Resnick's studio in his house. And then I was like, well, this is fun. You want to produce my album? And he goes, oh, man, why not? So then I ended up, you know, working with him, you know, one of my heroes for that first album, Take It All Away.
0: Wow. And then Take It All Away, that was a success right away, pretty much. Uh, it took a while, actually. Well,
1: what happened was, so On The Way Down was a very slow rising single. Like we were at the charts, you know, um, the bottom of the charts for a long time. But my, the guy who signed me, who's a genius, Evan Landberg, he goes, this is what you want. You want a slow rise. What you don't want is a, Number one, hit overnight, and then it'd be gone forever. And he was right. Because now, like in my career, like even songs like On The Way Down and True and Shine On and, you know, some of those songs, I will remember you, they still get played today because of, you know, the slow rise of like how they work the singles. Now, when my album came out, they weren't expecting it to debut so high because, you know, the single wasn't going crazy yet. But I think uh, from being on TV, you know, being on Ashley's show and people kind of, you know, loving her show, uh, they didn't even have enough of the albums in stores. So it was sold out everywhere for the first week. And I'm like, come on, guys, I told you, let's do this. So it was was an interesting uh, beginning.
0: Do you think that really, like, did you see a real difference, like, from being on Ashley's show of, like, the power of TV and now, you know, like, it was a slow rise, but then... Well, what's once-
1: cool about it is they, you know, especially back then, because back then, like, those re- the reality shows, they were just following us with a camera. there wasn't scripted. It wasn't, like, set up scenarios. They followed me and Ashley around. And so what's cool about that is they kind of got to know you. And I thought that was important, you know, with my music. Um, if they got to know a little bit of you you know, obviously I got a little more into like, so tell me about about your relationship, you know, when I go to radio stations, I'm like, oh no, 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 let's talk about the album, you know, and they wanted to talk about your relationship. So I learned kind of the hard way of what there's the pros and cons of that. But I thought it was cool that people got to, you know, see a little bit of, you know, what your personality is like before they saw you in concert. So yeah, it was definitely like a big jump of now we got to go see him live. And then I think, People from that point realized like, oh, okay, this is a real songwriter and, you know, uh, uh, a real musician, not like what I kind of got pigeonholed into as like a, you know, at the time, like just, you know, like a teeny bopper pop star kind of thing, which nothing wrong with that. But I was like, no, 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 I write my own songs, you know, and the real songs about real life. And um, I've always been pretty proud of that. So uh, I thought that was uh, important and uh, for people to take away.
0: Did you not, like, want to be on reality TV? You know what I mean? Just from, like... Uh, It
1: wasn't that I didn't want to be on it. We didn't really know what it was at the time. For us, we were just young kids, you know, who fell in love at the time. And, you know, there was cameras falling. And so it was fun. Uh, So I I enjoyed it. And I like being, you know, around cameras and being in front of that, you know, kind of world. I like entertaining. So being on that at that time was really fun. And then it just so happened, like, years later, um, some of the girls I was dating was on, was on a show, so then I was a part of that, kind of by default. I'm like, that point, I didn't really want to do it. I would, I, that Like, that kind of show wasn't really for me, because there was, it just wasn't really my thing, you know. Uh, it was, you know, fake scenarios, fake setups, and I'm like, at this point, that's just, you know, I'm doing it to be nice for my girlfriend at the time.
0: I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I love this time of year. It's Thanksgiving. The holidays have officially arrived. And the celebrating has started. I love my martinis. You guys know this. I had three of them last night. And guess what? I feel great today because I have used my Waterboy. Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. It really works. You know how hungover I should be with three martinis? But I feel great. I've tried other hydration packs on the market, but nothing worked. That is until I found Waterboy with zero sugar, and over three times the electrolytes of liquid V, your hangover will stand no chance. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond hydration to help with all the other things which come from drinking. Nausea, that anxiety feeling, ugh, that's the worst, and fatigue. I think I'm going to drink three more martinis tonight. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this holiday season. Nobody in my family is tech-savvy, so it seems weird for me to get them a tech-adjacent gift. But Aura's digital frame is actually the perfect gift. Why? Because it's tech, but it's so easy to use. I've already purchased Aura frames for everyone in my family, and I know when I send them to them, they're not going to know what to do. But I'm going to explain how easy it is. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. They can share photos or videos from any device, and they will instantly appear on the frame. There's no memory card required. The photos look like real prints. Aura frames have meticulously calibrated high-resolution displays, so you can't even tell the difference. Aura detects faces and other key details at a photo, so nothing gets left out. And how cool is this? At night, when you turn out the lights, your Aura frame also turns off to save energy. From now through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, visit AuraFrames.com and get $40 off their best-selling Carver matte frame with the code VELVET. This is their best deal of the year, so get... Get yours now. That's A-U-R-A com with a promo code VELVET. Terms and conditions apply. You know, I love staying in all day and doing this podcast. You know, actually Americans spend 90% of their time indoors and around the holidays, it can seem like even more. That's all great. But listen, according to the EPA, indoor air can be as much as 100 times more polluted than outdoor air. That's why I have an air doctor. With a high quality air purifier, all you have to do is breathe, which is why you too need air doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold, so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses a filter that's been independently tested to capture 99.9% of tested bacteria and viruses. It's time to get peace of mind with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. For Black Friday, Air Doctor is offering a limited-time exclusive deal to my podcast listeners. With promo code VELVET23, you can save up to $350 off purifiers, 20% off filters, and get a free three-year extended warranty on any purifiers in your cart. Don't miss out on this amazing offer and head to airdoctorpro.com and shop using the code VELVET23. You know how when someone says to you, oh my God, where did you get that? Well, this holiday season, your answer is going to be Uncommon Goods. Uncommon Goods is just that. It's a website full of, well, Uncommon Goods, goods that you're not going to find anywhere else. They have so many things that are so unique and one of a kind. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free so you don't have to look all around at a whole bunch of different websites. It's one website. Everyone on my list is getting something from Uncommon Goods. I just got a really good friend of mine, a New York City skyline chess set. And for another friend, I got custom message shortbread cookies. That's right. It's a box of cookies, but I have personal messages for this particular friend. You can customize the messages. Isn't that awesome? These gifts are so personal. Right now, you can get 15% off your next gift. All you have to do is go to uncommongoods.com slash velvet. That's uncommongoods.com slash velvet for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, were all out of the ordinary. Right, and like when you were on the Ashley show, it really was just- That was just us
1: messing around Cameras fun?
0: following you yes. guys. And cameras that really was about again. music and making an album. Yeah, we making all an right. album and-
1: um, I thought that was, that was really cool. And then down the line, shows kind of got a little more a little more fake and scripted and then became what they are, when, which, you know.
0: Where where did you originally meet, Ashley? And we're going to talk about your, your new music and we're going to talk yeah. about all the exciting things you have going on now. But I feel like we can't get to the present unless we do a little bit oh, of 100%. I and mean,
1: it's been a really, really fun, um, you know, ro- ride to be on you know the whole music business slash you know your dating life and it it was funny to find out that at some point people like really started caring about who people dated and that was the news um so yeah uh, we can talk about all you want
0: so on that note where where did you meet ashley originally we
1: met because when, when i joe simpson her dad signed me uh to be uh to manage me he saw me play in dallas uh an acoustic show and two days later i was living in la in their house he was like you're coming to la you're gonna live with me and the family because i'm like I, i'm in i just signed up for college i'd only been in college for three months and uh he goes uh you'll come live with us so you don't have to worry about it and i'm gonna shop you around and we're gonna go get you a record deal and i was like okay i was like let's do it i didn't even have a pair of shoes i was I just had flip-flops and a small bag and I was living in L.A. So me and Ashley lived next door to each other. Uh, her room was next to mine. So then we would, we obviously became really good friends. And I would go play in her room. That's, I would have like a new song. I would be like, hey, what do you think of this? Because I knew she would always tell me the truth. She'd be like, yeah, not for me. I'm good. Or she'd be like, that one's a hit, you know. Uh, so we'd have like late night jams. And uh, we'd, I'd literally walk out of my door, go into her door. And we'd play Tony Hawk for the wee hours of the night. and uh, you know. Just were really good friends. And that was kind of how that whole thing started.
0: Were you ever like, I can't leave college? I mean, you know, like a lot of people wouldn't just pick I didn't up. I not think and- twice. Really. College wasn't
1: for me. I, I didn't, I, there was nothing that interested me there. Um, I knew the best experience for me was to get out there and do it. Like to go just jump, dive, head in, uh, you know, and uh, be like, go fail. And, you know, fail a lot. So that way I know uh, I can learn from it and, you know, get better and grow. And that's what happened. I just jumped straight in. I didn't even think twice about it.
0: And at that point, like Ashley wasn't really well known, but was newlyweds on at that point already? Like, no, you- newlyweds wasn't,
1: wasn't on yet. No, I was in, I was living in the house when Joe kind of came home with that idea of um, we're going to have a show. It's going to film Jessica and Nick. And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, what what's going to be entertaining about that? You're just going to follow them around because reality yeah, TV didn't really exist that I'm like, right. they're just a couple, like, and they were, you know, they're they're funny, and the show obviously was a huge hit, and so I I got it after after watching, um, and I was, you know, a part of a couple episodes and being around. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but at the time I was like, this is going to suck. Like you're just following two people around. And I was like, they're kind of, they're chill, like they're you know. <laughs>
0: so but that's that was, it. That so kind it's of a
1: fun thing to be around.
0: So it wasn't like Joe Simpson was so well known. So like you just just took a leap of faith and.
1: Yeah. At the time Jessica was though, Jessica had that first album. um, That was like a huge hit. So at the time it was like, Oh man, Jessica Simpson's dad wants to sign me. Like I gotta go. And then, so I got to watch, you know, kind of go from one level to the next level with the newlyweds and then watch Ashley's career go from one level to the next level with uh, the Ashley Simpson show. And, it was definitely a fun, fun uh, time to be around and watch that all uh, blossom.
0: Because, I mean, newlyweds, like you said, like we had like the real world. We didn't really have a lot of reality shows. Like, newlyweds at the time was like the biggest thing going. Yeah, like
1: a couple show, you know, just following two people, not like 12 strangers in a house, hash it out kind of thing. It was just, this is a new couple that just got married. You know, what are they going to get into? And I was, Remember, it be like, how many scenarios can a couple get into? Boy, was I wrong, because apparently you can get into a lot when you're newly married.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, you have to say, like, Joe Simpson, like, to have that idea. It
1: was great. Yeah, it was, it was new, you know? So I think we were all confused. And then when we saw the pilot um, and Jessica had that uh, chicken-of-the-sea moment, you're like, oh, this is this is actually funny. This is going to be good.
0: And to that point, you know, do you think that's a misconception about Jessica? You know, like that moment, like then that became a thing. Jessica- oh, she's just
1: being silly. She, that's just Jessica being silly, you know, like having fun with it, playing around kind of, um, you know, but that turned into a character, you know, and in, in the entertainment world. Yeah, you're, you know, you, you found something. You're like, okay, oh, I can. She played it up, you know, because she's smart and she knows, you know, this will be funny for the show and, that you learn kind of after that like what your role is on the show okay so you know nick could be like oh my god she's nagging again like i'm just trying to watch the show with the boys blah blah, blah. but like he's playing that up as well because uh, you know when the camera's on you, you you know at the end of the day you're entertaining so you know you need to
0: right and you can't have a billion dollar empire if you're really a dumb blonde
1: no oh no 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 she's a smart girl
0: and so then after that Ashley show, you were a part of it. Were you shocked at like how Ashley blew up? I mean, how?
1: Yeah. I mean, for, I mean, I, I wasn't because I always knew she was, you know, like a badass when it came to like, she was always so unique, had her own style. Um, you know, I knew, I knew she had the talent. The girls would love her. Guys want to be with her, you know, it was that kind of thing. So it was a fun, fun time to be around and watch that blow up and, that was a great time in music, you know, like early 2000s. Some of those songs, I mean, those are songs that I could, you know, like, like today, like when I'm in listening to Sirius, I listen to um, Pop 2K because every song was so good and so different. Uh, it was a really good time in music, I thought. So I enjoyed watching her career blow up. And then after her show, because of that, I got my own show on MTV, so I had a show called Score that was on after TRL every day. So then, the next you know part of my career after Take It All Away, you know, I was making You Stand Watching album, and then now I have my own show, which was not like a reality show, but kind of it was more about songwriting and uh, a dating show, like a contest. Two people that I would write with, and we would write a song for a girl or a guy, and then they would sing it for him, but they couldn't see the person, so they had to choose who they wanted to go on a date with, just based on the song. And then, so it was a great concept. Uh, we shot 40 episodes of that. And that was kind of the next stage of, um, you know, me moving on and getting my own thing after that.
0: Was it really like at the beginning of the Ashley Simpson show, like after that started airing, like is that when you saw your career kind of take off? Like you said. Like, yes, was that was right. I think,
1: you know, I think they knew what they were doing. They timed it, you know, because Joe, obviously, Joe is always thinking, he's like, okay, I got it. I got a plan now that, Right, Ashley dating. This would be a great time to drop an album. So, of course, he dropped that, you know, at the height of that show, and then that album kind of blew up, blew up, and that was during On the Way Down. And then um, after On the Way Down, then we came back with followed up with True. So then after that, that was when shit really got you know crazy in the TRL days, because True actually went uh, charted higher than On the Way Down did. So that was a that was a really fun. Um, Part of the career as well as after the True Music Video came out, and then then the TRL days got real crazy.
0: It's like the power of MTV and TRL, right?
1: Yeah, well, because that was everything at the time. You know, um, everybody was watching music videos, and you know, obviously YouTube's and stuff like that didn't exist. So you had to be home after school at three thirty so you could watch, you know, your favorite people on the TRL, and that was always a dream of mine. You know, growing up because I watched TRL. It was, one day I'm going to be up and I'm going to go straight up to that window. I don't care if they tell me to wait. I'm like, I'm going straight to that window. And that was one of the coolest moments for me. It was, you know, going up to that window and seeing that sea of people outside of Square. And I'm like, all right, this is finally when it's something okay that this is happening.
0: It's kind of a big deal, right?
1: Yeah. Well, cause for me, the biggest deals is like the things that, you know, you, you think like, okay, well, one day I'm going to do this. And when you start to check out those things, these are the impossible things that, you know, a kid just sitting in his bedroom in Dallas, Texas, or Richardson, Texas, like, can't achieve. And when you do it, you're like, wow, this is cool. You know, it wasn't like making money or any of that kind of stuff for me. It was about these little things that I always dreamed of, you know, growing up that one day I'm gonna do, and I always told myself I would, you know, even though everyone else thought I was crazy. Um, So when you got to do those things, you're like, oh man,
0: that's pretty neat. When did you start So, like, did you start dating Ashley like right before the Ashley Simpson show? Cause I mean, I I, I, I watched it. It was like right I around the same so. time, right? Like in
1: the beginning, it was kind of in the worst because she was dating a guy named Josh who's one of my good friends now um, at the time. And then Josh and her broke up. And then I think, I don't remember how the show went but I think probably around episode two was when we were like or maybe episode three is when we did our on the way down music video, she was in my video. Right. And that was kind
0: of, that's kind of when it went down. Yesterday, I had one of those days in New York where I was on the go all day. So I had a dress for like a morning brunch, afternoon coffee, then a movie, then out for drinks at night, which is not easy to do, but I looked cute. It was a great day until it started to pour. I did not have an umbrella because I was not expecting rain. I ended up getting a little wet, still showed up for dinner cute, but my feet and socks were dry as can be. That's because I had on my Vessies. I wore my Vessies because it's hard to find a pair of shoes that would look cute for a morning brunch, afternoon coffee, and a night out in New York City. Vessies do, but the best thing, they're waterproof. So rain, mud, slush, and snow, your feet and socks stay completely dry. They're comfortable, they're lightweight, and they're attractive and stylish. So if you're gearing up for the ultimate Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping spree, and you're eager to snag the best deals on footwear, this season, head to Vessi.com slash velvet and dive into their Black Friday Cyber Monday sale from 1117 to 1127. Go to Vessi.com slash velvet and enjoy exclusive discounts during Vessi's biggest sale of the year. Tis the season and I've been hearing from so many of you that what you're thankful for this year is Honey Love. Why? Because there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. There's no reason you should still be dealing with uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat in your bras and undergarments. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the needs for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they made with fabric that's so soft, you won't want to take it off. So many of you write to me and say that you sleep in your Honey Love bra because you forget you even have a bra on. Their best-selling crossover bra is so comfortable, it's bound to be your new go-to. All the ladies in my life are getting Honey Love bras and shapewear this holiday season. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 50% off site-wide at honeylove.com slash velvet this month only. Inventory is limited and the sale ends soon, so don't miss their best deals of the year. After you purchase, we'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good thanks to Honey Love. If you're like me, you don't trust tap water. And you guys know I drink so much coffee. So I was making all this coffee at home using tap water and it totally freaked me out. And that's how I first discovered and bought an AquaTrue. AquaTrue is a water purifier that uses a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. What does that mean? It means that it removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And it's so much more affordable than drinking bottled water. Do you know that one set of their filters from their classic, purifier makes 4,500 bottles of water. Their filters last six months to two years, and that comes down to less than three cents a bottle. Right now, I have an exclusive offer for all of you guys, my podcast listeners, available for a limited time during this Black Friday sale. This week, my listeners receive a massive 25% off any AquaTrue water purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code VELVET25 at checkout. Also, AquaTrue offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee and a 30-day money-back program. That's 25% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code VELVET25. Welcome to the country's most exclusive boarding school, Bishop Gray, where rules mean nothing and money means everything. Academy is a new scripted podcast that follows Ava Richards, played by HBO Industries' Myhala Harold. A brilliant scholarship student who has to quickly adapt to her newfound eat or be eaten world. Her ambitions take hold and her values bend in hopes of becoming the first scholarship student to make the list. Bishop Gray's all coveted academic top 10. Curated by the headmaster himself. Becoming a chosen one means she's on the path to big things. After realizing there's no way she'll make the list on her own, she accepts an invitation to an underground society that promises her one of the 10 coveted spots. If she bends to the will for her own success, she could have everything she's ever dreamed of. But at what cost? Ava must navigate a game of high stakes chess and risk throwing it all away for love. If she makes the right moves, she could be set for life. But one misstep could cost her everything. Academy takes you into the world of a cutthroat private school where power, money, and sex collide in a game of life and death. Prime members, you can binge all 10 episodes of Academy on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. And we were like,
1: oh, because we had a kiss in the video. And we're like, "Uh uh-oh. Uh, this just is this like a friendship that means you know, we could tell something was going on there.
0: And pieces of me apparently is written about you.
1: It was. I remember she came home from the studio, I remember exactly, you know, in the apartment. She's like, I wrote a song about you, and I think it's so good. And then she played it, and I was like, That is good. So it was really cool. And it was fun to hear, like, after that, you know, when it blew up, and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool that's pretty neat to have a song written about you all over the
0: radio. What did you, so like when you kind of blew up, which I guess wasn't overnight, but it kind of was once the show came out, like what did you, did you make like a first purchase? Like just, did you, like, do you remember like just a obscene first purchase? Uh,
1: My first big purchase was uh, probably a car. I bought Mm -hmm. Joe Simpson's Porsche. And then because he was getting rid of it. And I was like, well, if you're getting rid of that, like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it. So I was like, this could be my first big purchase. So I got that. And then the other thing was uh, my my bed. My bed was pretty expensive, but I was like, well, I mean, you sleep in it every day, so it's probably worth it
0: did you ever like let any of it go to your head? You know, like when you're like in TRL, I mean, it'd be hard not oh, to. No, I was, I've really?
1: always been super, like, I can't believe I'm here kind of person. And every day on stage, I'm like, I can't believe I get to do this. Like I get to make people happy. And I get to write songs, make albums, perform concerts for a living. So every day I'm very thankful and um, never, I, I've always treated everybody the same, or at least I pride myself in, um, trying to be nice to everybody, no matter what, as much as I can. And, um, no matter who you were in the music business, whether you're doing something or you're not, um, everybody, we're all, we're all in this together. And, um, it was never, I mean, ever any different than today or day one or day 20 or day, you know, selling whatever, however many millions of records. I'm like, I was just like, this is, this is pretty neat. It's pretty nifty. This, uh, this music business thing. And, um, uh, I think my friends can attest to that too, so. I always had p- good people around me. I never wanted like the the, the yes people. I never really? I was like, dude, tell it like it is. I don't want anybody to tell me yes, just cause. Oh, did I lose am oh, no, here. Sorry, I was gotta call. So, I always had real friends live with me and um, try to treat everybody great and take care of people and that was just always my style.
0: And huh. that was, I, I mean, was raised
1: right, my mama raised
0: me right. I mean, I wouldn't hold it against you. Like, you know, you're in, you're at TRL Times Square. Like that's, that's good. No, right? no, it was
1: all, it was all the same. I remember that uh, the one time I was performing on TRL, I went down and I looked at that crowd and um, it was, I think I was doing it all the way down. So it was all the way down time period. And I remember being up there and I was supposed to perform in the studio. Uh, and so I go, I got there, I was like, can I perform down there? And they're like, what do you mean down there? I was like, just instead of the band, like, me put a microphone down there in that crowd with those people and they are like scrambling they're like uh, we, uh, you know because at the time you know i was doing the song was doing they like they were on, they want to make you happy i'm like i want to be down there with them uh and they made it happen so like I, there's still like pictures of me on the floor in that you know in that crowd of thousands of people uh, in the streets of new york uh, times square um and they let me do it so i was just like i want to be down there with them like, you know Wow. But it it's important to put yourself with everybody and be the same as everybody else, so
0: did you feel pressure in the sense that like because newlyweds was so big, like was there pressure like you and Ashley to be like Nick and Jessica two point uh,
1: I don't think so. I never felt any I don't know if Ashley did, but she might be a little more so because that was her older sister,
0: right um,
1: at the time, you know, when you're younger and your older sister is super famous and you're trying to do your thing. But they were so different that it worked. You know, Ashley was such a different soul and different spirit than Jess. And their music was totally different that it was never a competition, I don't think. And I never felt that way.
0: Now, and you, so you guys were dating. Like, were you still dating during that whole, like, SNL thing? Or was uh, that- we were.
1: Sure, sure, sure was.
0: So how was that? I mean, like, to me now, it's not... I, it's it, almost like if you look back on that, it's not that big a deal. All,
1: it was all BS. It was just because it was the, you know what, and what, what happened. Ashley got sick, lost her voice, did, didn't want to sing. Like she was like, she wanted to cancel. It's like, I can't sing. And this happens to singers all the time, everybody. And now it's just a little bit more publicized that that stuff happens. Um, and at the time, but the label made her do it. And so they're like, you have to do it. We're just going to put a track. And because this is SNL, you can't miss it. So she, she got the raw the deal there because people were, you know, doing that all the time. Just, it, it, you know, there was an accident that happened with whoever was in charge of playing it. Had that not happened, nobody ever would have known she would have been singing the next day. Ashley has always been a great singer. Um, so it, it just sucks that it got skewed into something like that. Like, oh my God, maybe she can't sing because she, you know, sang tracks. Like, no, we're human beings and we get sick and we lose our voices. It happens. To everybody, it happens to Beyonce, except for whoever it was didn't accidentally screw the track up, you know. So it was just a, a complete uh, baloney, you know, story that came out. It sucked at the time. It says yeah, you know, it hurt her um, personally and emotionally because, you know, for anybody to say what they were saying after that was all BS, and so it was an unfortunate scenario. But you know, you you uh, you, I guess you, it happens. You know, people realize now, like any everybody, like. Oh no! I wasn't saying I, I was sick that week. I don't care, but I'm not gonna, you know, give up. I think at the time they were trying to cover it up, maybe because it never happened to anybody yet. But I consider her a trailblazer for for people to at least get to come out and be and say, "Hey, we're human. We get sick. We lose our voices sometimes, and that's what happens."
0: And right, like everyone sing, sings to backup tracks now. We
1: do it for, every single person, uh, you know there's been times you know every and sometimes you have to like there's been shows that I've been on that they've made me lip sync like um I won't call them out but they make you and I'm like what I don't want to lip sync but they make you and you you roll with it and you do it
0: yeah i that's why to me it was like other than a fuck up i'm like i didn't i, I don't see the big deal like yeah there, back. it wasn't
1: but whatever people every everybody has has an opinion you know and everybody wants to say what they want to say and like yeah,
0: silly. Now, what, what, what was Jessica like? Do you still keep in touch with Jessica too? Because I know you still keep in touch with Ashley. Um,
1: yeah, because Ashley uh, married one of my best friends, so I love seeing them. Um, I see. I saw Jessica like uh, the a wedding was the last time I saw her. Um, every once in a while, me and Joe will catch up, um, but you know, not like- not the, too often.
0: What like, you know, back in the day, just because Jessica was so successful and you know, I mean, the whole family is very successful. You're successful, but like Jessica has a gazillion dollars. Was mm-hmm. she just like was it Christmas morning when Jessica came over? Like, does she take care of the whole family? Like, is there a present? You know, you just have this uh, vision with all her billions. I mean, I'm sure I'm
1: sure there sure there was. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I don't even know. I mean I would I would imagine she probably I mean she's a very, very sweet giving person, so I mean the whole family was. They've always been everything nothing but amazing.
0: Did you read I don't know I don't know if you read her book. I mean I did just because I'm a huge Jessica fan. So like she says this is not saying anything out of school. Like she talks in the book about how like she basically like had a problem with drinking and now is Mm -hmm. like she basically said she was an alcoholic and now she's like recovered. Mm Did you ever have any like just really fun nights out with Jessica Simpson? Oh, we had plenty of fun nights. Yeah. There was, I mean, we all
1: go to like see this night uh, eighties cover band called the spasmatics and would just, you know, typically end up on stage at one point, you know, having fun. And uh, so back in the day, we used to have a blast all the time. Um, But I did not read the book, but you know, I'm proud of her or, anybody who can talk about you know any you know, problems that they were having because obviously that's hard when you have an image to uphold and you know the world where everybody wants to judge everybody so you know that's really I think big of her to be able to come out with her if she had an addiction problem. Um, I never saw anything from my own personal um, you know hangouts and stuff but it was just always just like all good fun. We all liked our drinks and to have a good time and that was that was that was that was a wild time,
0: and no judgments, because I like my drinks too. So, oh yeah, but in there the best go. way. Like
1: we'd all yeah, it was it was it was good times, great oldies, guaranteed.
0: Are you shocked that, like, look, because your music is so good, you have so much else going on in life now, are you shocked that, like, people, like, just the way the world works, that, like, here I am, that people just want to talk about your love life and trace it through to the present? Like, are you always shocked when that comes up in interviews, or are you just used to it by now?
1: Uh, I think at this point I'm just used to it. You know, there's there's a lot that, you know, people don't know. There's this stuff that, obviously, you know, people find out, and a lot of it's not... True, half of the time, and we just laugh at it. But um, a lot of the, you know, the real stuff, or you know, the majority of stuff, is pretty private. Other than, you know, the fun of like, um, you know, be, be at, like. I, I think you know the Instagram thing now is is fun. You know, getting to put stuff out there and let your fans know that you're happy and um, what you're doing. But there's a lot of lot of stuff that isn't seen or isn't known. Um, at least in my life. And, and in that aspect of it. So the other stuff that's already, like, public knowledge, are like, oh, I don't care. People already know, like, who cares? Like, I got nothing to hide.
0: Do you, do you laugh? You know, like, I mean, now, we'll get into your current situation in life. Like, do you ever mm-hmm. laugh when you read certain things about yourself of just, like, or whatever? It oh, all is, the, just all like... the
1: time. All the time, except for when, if there's, like, you know, some stuff that's, like, clearly a lie. But, you know, the majority of stuff, you know, we never comment about anything unless it's, like, something that's actually offensive or, you know, there's, I mean, there's been plenty of stuff um, said about me that's completely false and totally ridiculous. Me and me and my lady now, like we, we laugh about a lot of it because it's just hysterical because it couldn't be more like false or the exact opposite of what, you know I'm really like, or you know my loved ones are really like, so that right. kind of stuff. You, there's the, the best way is to just read it and laugh because you don't know those, you don't know the people, so whatever they think about you is what they think. That's that's fine.
0: Well, right. Like I sat down with your friend Constantine Maroulis recently, and he was I love. Mentioned on, we love Constantine, love, and he was like mentioned on the Real Housewives of New York, and I of, course, sure you of don't, course it was. That right. does
1: not surprise me at all.
0: Constantine. Talk about a fun person to hang out with. Constantine's Swan.
1: Oh, we've always had a blast.
0: He's fine.
1: I, uh, I, the first time we ever met, I saw him in the streets. Uh, it was right when he he was like, uh, it was when his season of Idol. And I was like, hey, I forget what year was what year he was on. But I was like, hey, man, guy from America. He's like, what's up, man? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, you're awesome, dude. And he's like, all oh, right, cool. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going over here. Let's hang out. And then for that moment, we hung out that night. Had a blast. They've been friends ever since.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: I just saw him like walking down the streets in Hollywood. Like we were out at night one night, and I was like, "Hey!" And then uh, ended up, I always had people jam at the house, and um, everyone ends up around the at the around the piano at some time. Um, majority of people, I would say, in Los Angeles have probably been to my house and have probably sat around that piano playing music. Um, so he's always he's been a good friend ever since.
0: And you guys just stayed in touch. Oh since yeah.
1: That. Oops, sorry, I'm just getting a FaceTime. Oh. Decline that. There
0: we go. That's okay. You're you're busy. Um, no, we love Constantine. What do you feel about, like, speaking of Constantine, what do you feel about, like, music shows? Like, you know, listen, like, there's Carrie Underwood, there's Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. like, those are the names that roll off the top of my head. Oh, I know yeah. Constantine. You know, like, does the format of, like, the music show not work anymore? Just because it's, is it saturated? Like, Idol, The Voice... I mean, I don't
1: know. Uh, it, just, it just depends. It clearly has worked for a lot of people. And there you know, some incredible artists who may, you know, the, the reality of the fact is there's, it's hard to get discovered even in this world with the internet because you, you think like, oh, I'll just put a video on YouTube. And if you're really good, somebody's going to find you and then you'll blow up. I mean, but there's so many talented people that, you know, there are, it's its hard to get noticed. So, If there's a show where, you know, you're guaranteed to at least get in front of some people who can, you know, get you to the next uh, stage, um, then I think they're great. But there is a lot. There's a lot of them. So it's going to take somebody who's not only great, but then somebody who, you know, has a creative vision, I would say, you know, and or, you know, can write a song, you know, like, you know or just have like enough style and, and sometimes the, the honest truth is to get lucky. Some people get lucky, you know, you, if they, if you get given the right song, cause there's a lot of people, you know, obviously right now they don't write their own songs. So they're only as good as the song that the writers or the labels or whoever give them. And that's just the truth. Um, so I do think it is good though, that it gives everybody a chance to have a platform to, to get discovered
0: how else do you think like the music business has changed since like, you know, the TRL days and when you were first coming up to like now.
1: It was very, very different. Um, you and know, do you, I think do you
0: like things. any new music now? Like, do you listen? I mean, I'm not so great with new music personally, but yeah,
1: I mean, I don't really listen to too much music because I'm weird. Like I listen right now. Like I listen to more like Billie Holiday and Frank Sinatra and like kind of old school stuff. But I mean, I love that Sheeran. I love Shawn Mendes. Um, uh, I mean, there's still amazing artists coming out and really cool records, And but I'm more of an old school guy. Um, a lot of Christmas music in my house. You're gonna hear That's, a lot of Christmas music if you come over.
0: <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. Do you see like a younger version of yourself in Ed Sheeran or Shawn Mendes?
1: Um, I mean, I don't really compare. but but I mean, as far as like, yeah, the singer songwriter, uh, vibe world. Um, yeah, it's cool to see. I think it's amazing because I, I love seeing like that, you know, style represented and represented well, you know, Sean's an amazing writer, Ed's an amazing writer, both incredible singers, incredible performers. So I am, you know, proud that, you know, at the time when my first record came out, you know, there was only a handful of, the acoustic kind of style as mainstream music, you know, there obviously was plenty of other, the exact same um, kind of genre, but as far as mainstream music goes, you know, there was only a handful at the time and now you get to see a lot more of that can like still living on. So that makes me very happy. I'm still like a sucker for a great acoustic ballad. Um, So I love that because, you know, in a world where the radio was becoming way more rhythmic, you know, when there's a, acoustic ballad come out, you know, um, thinking out loud, you know, that transformed that we can still have that a mix like Pitbull and, you know, whoever else is on the radio at the time. Uh, Right. I think it's, I think it's dope.
0: Before we get into your new music, let's Mm -hmm. talk about, just because I am a reality TV junkie, I have my favorites. So just humor me and let's just talk about, I think one of the best reality shows of all time, The Hills. Yes. Okay. So talk to me, you you and Audrina. I mean, you, like, yeah. somehow you've been on lots of reality shows. Like you ended know, up on the just, hills. And it was
1: never on purpose or it wasn't trying. It just so happened that the girl I was dating at the time then became, you know, on the show. Um, me and Audrina met in like 2003 before she was out on the hills or before she even lived in L.A., and uh you know we were kind of you know went off and on date at the time and then she finally moved to la um and then you know she was on that show when we got back together um for the first time and then it was like oh so part of my life now is you know with cameras around and you know would would you be okay at that i'm like uh all right but would you do it for me so that way at least you know i don't have to like Fake everything on the show and you know i could have at least somebody real in my life and so i so i was like okay you know i'll do it for you and then we kind of been off and on for a long time then we broke up and then we got back together years later and then um they did that you know show again but my reality tv now like because i me and me and my girl we love like 90 day fiance um the Bachelorette and, you know, Love Island. Like, so we got we get our fair share of reality TV out here.
0: Are you loving this season of The Bachelorette? It's something. It's
1: something. I do love, I like Tasha. I, I do. Um, I think I, she's- I, I, think I she's, wasn't a
0: Claire fan. I, I was never really a Claire fan.
1: Well, I mean, I thought something was a little suspect there. I thought since episode one, I was like,
0: hmm, this just seems
1: a little off to me. Um these two people definitely knew each other. They'd definitely been talking. i I, I personally refuse to believe that they never had any contact. Or if, if they did not, then that scares me.
0: Kinda. That's just
1: that was that was just our opinion. I'm like, and I know like how those shows work, you know, so I know it, you we can you can, you know, for the for the show, you know, BS your way to, to make it work, you know, for the show. So I'm like, mm. I call, I call bullshit.
0: But you're happy now with Taisha that you're kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think she's great. Yeah. I think, I, think,
1: I, I think there's gonna be a lot less drama, although hopefully there'll be some because that's what you watch that show for. So it was entertaining.
0: And Love Island is great too.
1: Oh my god, it was fun. The second season was great, and uh, I didn't think we were gonna get into it because I I, I watched the British version, the UK version. And I got into that, I watched like every season. So I was like, it's so good. So then when it came to America, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna be as good. And then uh, this season in Vegas, like really surprised me. I was like, dude, we're obsessed now.
0: In 90 Day Fiance, that's about...
1: Okay. Oh I... my God, so addicting. It's so addicting. I can't help it. And, it, and There's so many, there's like nine Day, before the 90 Day, after the 90 Day. How many days now? Like, there's every single one, and that's why it's like, okay, this is good because, you know, there's there's always going to be another one. I'm terrible at watching anything like every week, so I need I need to watch like six in a row. And we um, watched, we got into we got into Marrying Millions too, which is so good.
0: You like more of like the I don't even know I I'm not going to say low brow, but it they're lower, bro it, not in a bad it, way. They're they're really it's, good. It,
1: it's real cheesy, but we love them. Did you we love love? We love love, and then but then the 90 day fiance that was that's more of the like, what the hell are you thinking? Y'all crazy, these are real human beings doing this. I'm like, what? There's nothing like no TV show, you know, or what I don't know what if they're they doing that or they're just making things happen because they think they're gonna get like followers or something, or they probably do get followers, and then you know, maybe they can start a, a business, you know, after that. And that's why they do, I'm like, that is not worth it. There is nothing in the world worth going through the crap that they go through on that show but that shit's entertaining as hell i can't help it
0: it's the bachelorette's my favorite though out of all because i yeah i I love the the bachelorette
1: Bachelorette, i've been watching that for a long time so i'm all about those shows
0: did you not want to be on the hills like after because like you've done were you just like i just don't want cameras
1: no of course not absolutely not but i was being a good boyfriend you know i was supporting and it it was what it was that's all i can say
0: well, and then you did. I don't
1: know any of the people on the show. Like I know them but I don't know them And I don't, I don't have anything common with them. I don't really, there's nothing for, there's no, my uh, being there was literally only to support her. I, and I don't, I, I wasn't going to like put it on for the cameras to try to pretend to have anything in common with these people because I don't. So I just, I wasn't, I was there. out of a pure support.
0: I just think it's like all of a sudden there's a real aspect to The Hills. Like, I mean, out of everything that's so fake on it. Nothing nothing that me and Audrina
1: did or talked about on that show is how we were in real life. It was, you know, how we are in real life or were in real life in, versus what we were like on that show. Night, it's completely two different things.
0: And then we saw you on The Hills' New Beginnings too.
1: Yeah, if that was whatever the reboot was. I, was, I, I think I was just there in spirit too. I, I, I kind of just phoned that in. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. Uh, I was like, just keep me away from everybody else, please, as much as you could. they like, will you, will you shoot with Misha? Like, I'll shoot with Misha. Um, but, you know, we did, like, a boat scene, I think. And, um, I was like, as long as it was fun, you know, like, funny, you know, or, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I was just goofing around trying to make it, you know, fun because that's just how I am. And, like, you know, they, they don't really keep much of me because they know – well, can you talk about this or can you be serious or act like that? And I'm like, nah, I can't. I can't do it.
0: You're like, no, thank it. you.
1: No, like I'm just here to support her and, and try to provide a little comic relief at least and make her laugh.
0: Did you know Misha before that? No.
1: But we, we'd met before that and you know she was really nice. So I was like, okay, cool. We can go out and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pretend to talk to her about things that <laughs> of people I don't know.
0: Well, there's a show if you ever want to watch, you should go watch The O.C. I mean, it's not a reality show, but Misha oh, I was seen on. That. I
1: saw that back in the day. The O.C. was fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, don't fantastic. give me a on that. That was
1: that was a great show.
0: That's why when, when Misha was coming to the Hills, I was like, bravo, because oh, the yeah, like, O.C. was go, like... Yeah. This is the real thing. I saw an on the
1: boat. I was like, I was like, wait, you were on The O.C. and now you're a show. That's, I was like, did you guys actually film in North County or whatever? I was like... No, we don't here. here oh, like all this stuff. I was like, oh, i was like, okay, okay, okay. I thought I thought it was funny,
0: but like that just to me says like, look at how far reality TV has come. Like the housewives do it all the time. Where like you take these actresses and actors for like a quote unquote career revival.
1: Yeah, throw them in, which
0: could or may not work. Right, in Misha's case, it didn't work. I mean, even though she is phenomenal, I feel as yeah. Personally. I never saw it,
1: so I don't even know that. I
0: know I love the OC. The OC was great. The OC was one of the best shows ever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so you you were friends with Evan Ross before him and Ashley dated and he oh, asked yeah, you we've been,
1: friends, we've been friends for a long time.
0: He asked you for permission to propose. Uh
1: is this he, a true he, story? Uh well he was just a he was just he's he's just a good guy, you know, like he he knew, like, there was, me and Ashley broke it up so long ago, and we're, you know, all just friends, and people always try to blow up these stories, you know, kind of out of proportion, Of like, wait, but y'all are friends, like, how how does that work, like, friends, I was like, first off, one of my friends dating, you know, someone um, who I still, you know, is a great friend, and uh, I want that, I was like, there, now I know a good person's with a, a great person, I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome, so. I think they're they an amazing couple and they just had another baby. So I couldn't be more excited for Evan. And I'm just, I think, it, I think it's great. You know, I, I want the best for, for her and him. And, um, I think it's, you know, people think it's weird that people are still friends with exes and friends, with all that stuff. I'm like, why? I was like, there was nothing bad happened in our relationship. We were still cool. You know, I was still managed by her dad. And I was like, I was thrilled when, um, you know, I heard.
0: Where did you meet your current fiance? Well, not current, where did you meet your fiance? Yeah,
1: it's, it's crazy to, to, to even well, say. Uh, when we started,
0: when we started, I think you almost said girlfriend, like, is it still, Are you, is it still fresh in your mind? It was, I it know. Was, it was
1: four days ago. I'm getting used to it. It sounds amazing. It's like the, one of the, the, probably the most important thing that's ever happened in my life uh, happened that day. And um, to me, like, uh, I, this is what I care about more than any career, any, you know, anything else is um, this girl. And I knew it, you know, from the very beginning, Um, we met actually, a lot of people think we met because of um, The Miz, because I'm on his show on USA Network and he's a wrestler and um, Uh my fiance is a wrestler. So people thought, obviously he introduced us, but no, it was really, there was an internet rumor that we were dating. We didn't even know each other. She she thought I was married to Ashley when she first heard that we were dating, and I was and I didn't know who she was at the time. So it was all because of this internet rumor. And then we started talking because we were like we're like, oh, I hear we're dating, huh? <laughs> we're like, oh, wow. And uh, I happened to be doing some concerts in um, Orlando at the time for the Joey Vitone and Friends Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and then we met up and kind of. Um, it just all started started from there. So I was like, so whoever started that rumor,
0: thanks. Seriously. Appreciate you. Wow. And you just met her and you just kind of knew right away? Like you truly like yeah, We Yeah, it was so
1: serendipitous. Like we, I had to be in Chicago for the Thanksgiving Day Parade. She was in Chicago doing a WWE show. I happened to be going to New York to be uh, doing some interview or something. She was in New York doing a WWE show. I was going to Dallas um, to visit some family. She was filming a music video. So we did every, like we had never, we didn't not see each other from that moment for like more than three or four days ever. And then um, ever since then, you know, we were, she was in LA doing a photo shoot or something. So hung out there and then it kind of just, we never, never uh, looked back from there yeah i told her in the beginning I, at the very beginning it's uh, uh as i'm gonna marry you one day and then and then you know after we just got engaged i was like she goes go ahead and say it i'm like what it's like go ahead and say it i, like, I told you <laughs> i told you we're gonna get married one day she thought I was crazy at the time but you know there is there's is, for me i have you know done a lot of things i've been around for a, a, a while you know i'm experienced enough to, to know what i want what i don't want and i know that when from the second i met her i was like that is a one of the kind rare breed that i will never find again so i was just really looking forward to getting to know her better and um we became best friends just like at the get-go and ever since that um it's been
0: wow incredible
1: to say the least
0: were you a wrestling, like a big wrestling person before this?
1: I'm not a really big, I wasn't, I, I was a big wrestling fan as a kid. And then um, when me and Mike, when Mike first told me he wanted to get into wrestling, I was like, you're out of your mind. I was like, what? Um, I thought it was crazy. And then you know, he paid his dues and he worked really hard and then he became a really successful wrestler. So he started inviting me to all of the, you know, the wrestling things. And it's actually really fun. Like if, to go to like one of the events, like um, uh, SummerSlam and WrestleMania. So every year I would go see him. Uh, and I, I love just going to the shows and seeing him in the ring and um, kind of about that. So, you know, I would go like once, once a year, twice a year and see it. Um, but not really now i um, you know, obviously way more, like, into it because to support her, um, yeah. you know, you obviously hear, you know, you learn a lot about it. And um, it's, I think it's really cool. She's incredible.
0: How long were you planning this engagement? Like, was this, I mean, like, you oh, this knew- has been,
1: this, is, this was like three months in the works.
0: <laughs> and where, where did you, I mean, I, I I saw the picture. It made paid six, but where did this all happen? Where did this all go? Yeah, uh, that was
1: at, it was at Epcot. Oh. After the park was closed.
0: So you arranged to close down the park? We're, hu- we're, hu- yeah,
1: we're yeah, we're huge Disney nerds. We right. love Disney, we love Disney. I mean, we met at Epcot, um, we're both, you know, she's, I got Mickey, Peter Pan, like everything, tattoos everywhere, so we both have a huge It
0: just makes sense. Wow. Wow. What type of wedding do you guys want to have? Oh, who knows,
1: I think we got, Right now, the biggest concern is you know figuring out what's going to happen with the world, and um, then because yeah, to, to try to plan anything now is gonna it'll change so much. It's like who
0: knows? So so you kind of want to wait until like the world opens. Yeah, yeah,
1: and figure out what happens.
0: So she hasn't said I want a huge wedding, nothing like that yet. We've
1: we've, we've talked about things, but you know everything is just up in the air right now.
0: Well, congratulations on that. I know Thank it just happened. You very so. Thank you. Um, let's talk about your new music with Miss Tara Hack.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think through Constantine, you know, he played me some of her music and I was like, all right, her voice is dope. And uh, then I think he told her, like, you know, Ryan Cabrera loves your voice. And somehow she knew who I was, I guess. And was like, oh, I wonder if you'd ever want to do a duet. And I was like, are you kidding me i was like of course i was like so she wrote this awesome song called overthinking um which like to me sounds like super throwbacky like kind of um you know top down you know summertime like super cool song and i you know i wanted to make sure i could do it justice so um i laid my vocals down la and Um, I thought it sounded super cool together. Because you never know, you know, when you're doing a duet with somebody, um, it doesn't always work. Um, And her voice is so cool and unique that I was like, I hope I don't screw it up. And then I heard it. I was like, dang, I was like, this is, it It worked. And it works and it sounds so good together. And uh, it's really cool for me because I actually love the song. So now I have a song that I'm on that, i want to listen to all the time it, it does, you never get tired of it and uh you know she has really cool like really cool instincts you know for a new artist and as a songwriter i can really appreciate that so that was kind of why i was like oh i'm totally down and uh can't wait for people to hear it and i think it's always exciting when you have new stuff coming out and uh to me like i was like i was honored to be asked to be a part of it and I'm really glad Constantine played me her music because I don't think if he would have played me her stuff back in the day and I wouldn't have been like dude I love her stuff That he would have mentioned like hey Ryan loves your music so then she you know wrote this song for us
0: well in a way like you mentioned like the Goo Goo Dolls like you are kind totally. of I are think, her I think
1: she loves Avril and like you know it was one of my good friends and I wrote a song for her last album so I was like this just makes sense and we have the similar taste in music uh, so you know, you get you know, offered a, to work with a lot of people and it's not always right. And I, I'm pretty pretty uh, choosy and picky about, you know, who I work with. So with Tara, it was kind of a no brainer.
0: And I mean, I think it's like the song overthinking. I know it's about like, she's gone through moments of thinking where like, maybe I should leave the music business because it's a hard business.
1: Every, everybody, I, I, I could relate exactly the same. Um, like I do it all the time and I think that's what's cool about putting ideas like that and overthinking things and you know you can drive yourself crazy um, and sometimes you just gotta you know you know what, it, what it, it's gonna it's gonna happen or it's not and um, so it's cool to put that in song form so that way the people who are doing it can kind of hear it and be like oh you know what maybe I've been overthinking things and um, uh, it can maybe help them in their lives from uh, from, the, from the tune.
0: Is that the best advice you would give someone like starting out in the business? Like just don't overthink it? Because I Depends. mean, it can drive yeah, every, you crazy. Probably, yeah,
1: absolutely. Just, well, for me, exactly. Remember why you do it, why you're doing what you're doing. And obviously you're going to have to have drive and, um, you know, a lot of people um, are perfectionists and, you know, sometimes it goes too far. And um, I think, but if you forget, the reason why you're doing music making music is fun you know but it can be really tough and you know kick you up kick you down and you know you try to get back up and then kick you down and try to get back up and kick it down but uh, as long as you uh, remember to have fun and enjoy it while you're doing it you know i think you know you're you're gonna have a good good time at least
0: it's a great track and which i didn't know until i just heard this the other day she was like I don't know discovered is the right word but like she was discovered in like the New York City subway system do you know this yeah I think that's
1: so cool yeah I love that I love this story everything yeah. about it I thought was just cool and uh, <laughs> I was like hell yeah I was like I wish I was I, you know just in a way like because I, I used to go like I, I couldn't relate. Really, I used to go door to door I would knock on houses like in sororities and, and I would be like hey can I come in and sing for you you know anything I could do to try to get people to listen uh, you know, I think it takes that drive uh, to, to, to do it. It was cool because Andy Grammer, you know, he got discovered at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, you know. So it's cool that the New York style that it worked, worked. From
0: someone yeah. who rides the subway every morning, like there's a lot of good, it's like if you just listen, there's know, a lot it's crazy, of people. Right? Yeah. Do you keep in touch with Avril?
1: Uh, yeah, of course. She's still one of my best friends. She's, I love Avril. She's great.
0: She's doing well.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, we talked today because she wanted to congratulate us, and um, she loves Lexi, and Lexi loves her. So um, she's uh, she is uh, she's an amazing artist and, a, uh, and an even
0: better person. Maybe you'll do a future duet with her one day.
1: You never know. You never know.
0: But the new song—it's out. December 4th on Spotify, everywhere you can find new music. It really is great. Tara is, I think she's, I I know she has an album coming out. She's a force to be reckoned with. It's like, she's, it's, it's a great song.
1: It's going to be a fun ride. I'm really excited for her as well.
0: Is there anything else you want to share with us that we haven't covered before we wrap up? I always like to give Uh, people a chance at the end. Congratulations again on your engagement.
1: Thank you very much. No, I mean, just make sure and check out overthinking on the fourth and uh, follow Tara as well.
0: Everyone needs to follow Tara. Where can everyone find you online, too?
1: I'm just at Ryan Cabrera. Easy.
0: Amazing to find.
1: Let's be friends.
0: I will DM you. The new music is great. Thank you for entertaining all my questions. I really appreciate it. You're so
1: it. welcome. I appreciate it. It was a fun interview.
0: Have a good day. All right, you too, bud. Take care. Bye.